Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us today. I appreciate it. We are at the Blackstone District. I mean, it's an amazing place. So it's a four-part series over the next four weeks exposing the stories of Blackstone. And I've got different people uh, on this show, different guests. And um, before I introduce you to my next guest, I'd like to thank our sponsor, the Omaha Gift Company. If you need a gift and are looking to make an impact, the Omaha Gift Company can take care of all your gifting needs. Use code JAY and get the secret discount. So that's awesome. I want to say thank you again to um, all those who spent time with us and especially our next guest. Um, her and I have been networking for a long, long time and just getting to know each other because sometimes we don't take time to stop. This is Lisa Tonjes Moritz and she is with Hope and she is a professional organizer. Tell me, tell me what that means. Tell me what a professional organizer means. Well, that means I help people organize. Um, Come closer. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, sorry. there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> it's my first time. No, don't be shy. It's okay. Um, it won't bite you. I help people organize. Well, I'll take that back. I used to help people organize their spaces, whether that was in their homes or their businesses. Yep. But as of May, I have um, focused in on I'm only helping people with their photos and memorabilia. So, so you pared down the business and said, you know what? I can't help you do everything. Here's my sweet spot. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to exactly. do. So talk about photos and their memorabilia. Yes. I can tell you, life is full of space junk right now where people don't even print and they should print their photos. Because um, when I'm 68 years old, do you think I'm going to be thumbing through the internet? I don't, maybe not. Well, yes. I, maybe, maybe, but I'm saying like, I want things that are tangible, things I can hold in my hand. So let's talk about um, you as a business owner. How long have you been a business owner, Lisa? I started my business in 2007. Perfect. Yep, that's yep, a perfect sorry. right there. Yeah. 2007. So, so 12 years. What did you do before that? I was a bank manager. Oh my gosh, that sounded exciting. <laughs> you almost cringed when you said that. How long did you do that? Uh, 10 years. So what made you start your own business, right? You, you didn't say, oh, I'm going to go do this and build buildings. I'm not going to go do this and I'm going to... You said, I'm going to help people organize. When I was a bank manager, I distinctly remember walking into an office depot when I was living in Austin, Texas, and there was a drawing by a professional organizer right inside the door. Yeah. And I picked up the brochure and I went someone does this for a living? Like, this is a real thing? Like, they can get paid? They can do this? Yeah. And um, in 2006, I just left my banking career because I hated it that much. That's why you saw me cringe. Yes, yeah. And why I was looking for something else to do. I thought, well, this is something I could start with a low startup cost. Right. I got a website. Right, it's all sweat equity. Kind of, you know, some training materials. Joined the... National Association of Professional Organizers. There is a such thing? Yeah. And in fact, there's also the Association of Professional Photo Organizers. So there's a there's a niche. Yes. So it's it's a specific function. I'll be honest with you, I've got pictures all over the place. I've got albums from years ago. Real albums, right? right. Pictures that my parents have given me that I better preserve. Yes. I can help you with that. So talk about that, right? You know, why should someone preserve their photos? To you, what's their why? Mostly it's about saving and sharing those memories so that future generations can enjoy them. And I occasionally run across someone that says, my kids don't care. And I'm like, 
but your grandkids might. It's true. It's not about it, you, it, right? It, right. It's and I also like when we're doing any kind of project, whether it's scanning those old photos and making them digital, or just working with digital collections. Yes. I always say, okay, before we do this, we're gonna kind of think about. I have a three-year-old. What is he gonna in twenty years? In fifty years? Oh, how man. is he gonna want to enjoy these photos? That's right. You know, he doesn't. He's not going to want to see a hundred pictures of when he turned three months old. Right. So then, that's another thing: is delete. It's okay to delete some photos too. I know. I can't do it. It's so hard. My phone is full. My phone is literally full. Um, so let me ask you this: um, You are a business owner. You so you alluded you're in Dallas, Texas. Austin. Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. and then you moved here. When did you move here to Nebraska? I moved back to Nebraska. Okay. I'm originally from Nebraska. Okay, you're originally from here. Okay. In 2005. So that's awesome. So you left. I left. Because why did you leave? Because it wasn't awesome? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in a small town, Bertrand, Nebraska. Yes. Went to the University of Nebraska and was like, I got, I got to get out of Nebraska. This is not the place for me. And as I got older, I realized... That I wanted to be closer to family. Um, Your family. Yep, my yep, family. Yep. Specifically, my sister had recently gotten married, and I knew kids, nieces and nephews were on their way, and I That's wanted to be deal. closer. I, I'm I not anywhere near my family right yeah. now. My wife's family we are, but I wish I had my 200 family members around. I'm, I'm from San Francisco originally. So, so let me ask you. So you came back. Were you surprised? Or when did you come? Two thousand seven, you said. Five. Two thousand five. Yeah. So I remember two thousand and five. Um, was it? What was it like compared to now? Well, I came, I lived in the old market in two thousand five, thinking I could afford to live in the old market like downtown in yes. Austin. I couldn't do that. Yeah. Um, people were like, "Oh, isn't?" You know, people thought. Living downtown was kind of weird at the time. I because it, it was kind of like oh, it's that segment. Yeah, it's downtown. Yeah, yeah I get it. And I uh, there wasn't, I mean there was Upstream and yeah. Billy Frogs. And Crazy the, Duck. Do you remember that place? Oh, uh, it was the uh, French Cafe. Oh yeah. Yeah, French Cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there wasn't. It definitely wasn't what there is now. Right. There yeah. were no hipsters then either. Yeah. It was just kind of just different odds and ends and eclectic and all kinds of people, yeah. right? Um, so then you move back. Um, let's talk about 2005-10 now, the contrast. Would you, have consider, would you have even conceptualized a Blackstone? No. So we live like two and a half blocks from here. And that's why you're on, because I want right. to know why you're in this area and what it, why it attracts you. And so we live just north of Dodge. Um, I actually walked here tonight. That's awesome. <laughs> we, that's great. Anytime the weather's okay, we walk to the Blackstone. Yeah. Or Midtown Crossing or... Really? Yeah. yeah. Crescent Moon, any of those. You like um, this part of the city. Why? So if I'm living in West Omaha... Con- or at least share with me why I should consider this area. Not that you're trying to convince me, but why should I consider? We we chose to move. We lived here for eight and a half years. So okay. before the Blackstone. Before it was Blackstone. Before, it was just Blackstone. like stone. But we really wanted to live somewhere that we could walk places. Yeah. W- walk to a bar, walk to a restaurant, walk to entertainment. So you weren't car bound. Right. Um, not that we don't 
drive our cars a lot of places, but we sure. want the ability to walk places. Um, I don't even think about that. You know, that doesn't cross my mind because I do live in West Omaha. And in my mind, I'm like, man, I want to do something. But I've got to jump in the car just to go to the store, just to go to where I need to go. It would be nice and freeing to not have to be with a car. I love this. We're in Sternella <laughs> patio right now, and all these cars are passing by. But um, does it force you to be more active and just get out and about? I think so. I think we're more active in the Omaha community because of where we live, because we can get places quickly. Um, but I have to tell you a funny little story about Blackstone. Shortly after we moved to the neighborhood, we had decided maybe we wanted rental in- rental properties because we were renting our yes. old house. Yes. And we looked at a place just two blocks down. Yeah. And we're like, oh, that's too much work. This I don't know about this neighborhood. Right? Oh, my gosh. And now it's like across the street from Night Owl. We're like, oh. Oh, should have done it. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. But that's where we need to pay attention to where development is. And I believe that this place is being developed. Yeah. People are not relying on corporations to set up small businesses like this. Stornella, Matt Carper, I mean, and Butterfish and Red Lion. That's, you know, not an easy venture to open three businesses in one area. And he's banking on that this is going to work and going to grow. I've seen it grow. Um, so you are, you're, you're, a, you're a business owner. Your office is home-based, which is awesome. Um, talk about this community, how it supports you in your entrepreneurial spirit. Or does it, does it help you in a neighborhood like this versus a neighborhood where you're separated from in the West Omaha it, we're not separated but we're just siloed does that make a, does that make sense we're separate from everybody do you feel it helps your business here and it helps it grow because it's a community I don't know if I've seen direct links but sure. I, it makes me more active I'm involved and have been involved in different organizations through the I years. Because I see you network all over the place. I do see you in West Omaha, too. I do occasionally. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, kind of, I have a lot of clients in West Omaha. Yes, yeah. I have nothing against it. I just don't always like to drive there. Yeah, I see. It's so crazy, like, versus down there, up here. It's And it's 17 to 20 minutes. That's all it really is, right? Some places it's Some places, yeah, right, when you're on the off streets. So um, if someone says, hey, Blackstone, what's there to do there? Where are some of your go-to places here, and who do you go that you're here with? Well, it depends on the moment. But sure, yeah, like, yeah, let's talk about situational date, stuff. Date night, okay. when we, we don't have our son. Yes. We love Red Lion Lounge. Yes. Um, we've been to every restaurant, you almost have. every restaurant on here. Okay. Um, haven't been to the Indian restaurant, and that's yes, because yes. I have an allergy to some sure. of the spices. Sure. But otherwise, um, we, we love to try everything new. and um, We go to uh, Meatball a lot because our yes, three-year-old I, loves meatballs. I've and heard spaghetti. about that place. Like, everyone's talking about that place. I hope to get them on here. So um, would you say there's a lack of variety here? Or no, there's a, no. no. Not at all, right? But... Um, Something you don't know about me is we also run an Airbnb out of our basement. Talk to me about that. <laughs> and I love to good. tell, um, refer our guests to Blackstone. Okay, well, good. So you run an Airbnb, which is awesome. That's a whole nother show in itself. Yeah. <laughs> but that, how how busy does it get for you, honestly? And tell me, describe the Airbnb and who's the target. How many bedrooms are? Well, we 
we learned we finished our basement in yeah. the, our old house. Um, and, but it is a separate about, entry, right? It is not a separate entry. How's that work? So we have a door code on our back door. Okay. And yes. it goes directly into our basement. Okay, good. So that's it's kind of separate. Yes. Yes. Um, but we started um, Berkshire Hathaway Weekend 2014. Yeah. Just because we we're like, oh, why not? It's they have our whole basement. So they have a bedroom, a bathroom, a yeah. huge entertainment area yeah. with a kitchen kitchenette. Yes. And it's we don't do it. It's just kind of a fun extra little. But it makes but, money. Obviously, right. it generates income yeah. when it does. It's, it's and and you're, it's your space anyway. So and I think the location makes it. On average per more. month, let's just go on average per month. How many how many bookings? I would say we only do about twelve stays to fifteen twenty a year. A year. That's good um, still. Just because it is our house, it's our, and we don't always want to give up that space. But we always do Berkshire College of All Series, the conventions, and it brings good like people. That. I bet. Do they? Do people repeat customer with you? Or do they come back? We we have the same. Um, guests for Berkshire three years in a row. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. That's that's incredible. Um, so, are there many people that Airbnb around here, or is it? Do you know of anybody that does that 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 has an Airbnb that rents it out like you do? A few. Okay. Do you, do you network with them? I, I recently met some new people through a random Airbnb kind of networking function. function. Yeah. 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 But. So let me ask you this. How much is it to rent? Can I ask our, you? Is our that okay? standard is $99 a night. That's affordable. It goes up during the big... Of course. Okay, what's the big... So College World Series, what would it be? Uh, 130 to 140 That's affordable. And it's your own little getaway versus a hotel that's antiseptic. It's like 1,000 square feet. No way. You're undercharging. You need a, you need a marketer like me. I'll take 10% off everything that I would charge over 250. How about that? That's fair. Yeah. If it's booked, it's it's booked. But um, so the other part is uh, I want I'm going to tell you some phrases and then your reaction is going to say good or bad. Okay? So it's just a test of your it's got to be immediate. You can't think. Okay? I'm going to say this next word or phrase. Transportation system. Bad. Okay. So you almost hesitated. Tell me why it's bad. I, I personally would love to live in a city that had like, a, like Chicago or San Francisco or streetcar New York streetcars, yeah. a train that I didn't have to get in my car. Because of my business, I often have to. I, I get it. But um, I would, I would love to be able to get around without always having to get in my car. So That's people, why we live in the neighborhood we can walk. That's so. true. But people tell you there's a bus system here. What do you think of the bus system? And I, I mean, you know, true, true. We're not here to bash it, but what can I do better for the bus system? I will admit I've never been on our bus system. Okay. Because I haven't needed to. But I've. what my understanding is, it's, it's really hard to get from one place to another. It's not you know, friendly like that. It's if, not super... Um, modernized and it's not intuitive and you don't know and I don't know maybe they're making good things you know before um, Uber there were taxis right I mean this is a taxi system town and that's expensive they're they're all I don't want to say expensive but they all cost Um, if you could wave a magic wand over Omaha 
with no money, who cares, whatever money was at your disposal, what would you do to Omaha? Well, since we were just talking about trans, if there could be like a raised line train that would, yes, I mean, there's something that would be, that cool. would be phenomenal. I think like, we're missing that. I mean, because um, I think our population is going to support it. Doesn't now? I mean, I, this is my opinion. I'm not right. I'm not economically um, savvy enough to say what would work and what wouldn't work. But I think it would attract a lot more people. Yeah. Don't you think? So, um, being a business owner in Nebraska, in just Omaha, for what you do, so niche. Where are the days that you're like, I'm just gonna go back and get a corporate job? And, you know, I mean, not that that's bad. Do you ever feel like it's, giving up? Okay, when I had my son. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, it was, you were bringing him a lot of places. Yeah, he, he was the me- most networked baby in the city. Yes, he was. I, I remember that. And I respected <laughs> you for that because I was like, wow. I didn't want to sit at home. Right. But, you know, before, I mean, he was places three weeks. <laughs> he was wow. too young to go to daycare. So <laughs> he probably, just went to... He went to B to B to the yes. Chamber of uh, is he on Rotary. LinkedIn? Is he on LinkedIn? He's not yet. <laughs> Might as well no. be. Um, he does have his own hashtag, but that's what's his hashtag? Anderson's Awesome Adventures. Oh my gosh! So make sure you follow that hashtag. Anderson's Awesome Adventures. So um, <laughs> I'm going to make sure that I include that as well. So um, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions, and we'll wrap it up. What generation would you say you're from? So I'm Generation X. Generation X. X, yeah. You're X, you're Gen X or two. So in Blackstone, what do you think the average age is? And just your perception. I don't want to, I mean, I don't care if you're wrong or right. In your perception, what is the average age here? Give me a 10 year range. 30s to 40s. Okay, so you say 30s to 40s. Yep, yep. And not that we disclude anybody, not that anyone would be uh, discluded, but I think it's, um, I think it, it is younger, per se, and more modern, hip, younger. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's definitely, um, I think there's something for everyone, but I do look around and the scooters, right? So that was one of the things I was asking. Scooters, good or bad? Bad, I think. Tell me why. That's okay. I think they're dangerous. No doubt. I mean, you, you can get hit walking across the street, though. But I have seen people who invite danger just accelerate the invitation some with those things, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, my husband won't let me try it. Are you he serious? knows I'm clumsy. That's so crazy. He actually I, brought one home. What? With the, yeah, we, you can. Because you within can. The ring, yeah. And, and uh, just drove it up and down our street with his bike helmet on. Okay, okay. He was being safe. <laughs> um, but just to try it out without... Being safe about oh my it. gosh, that's so crazy! So, someone says to you, um, Blackstone, you know, it's so it's so uh, it's just like the old market. It's just like Midtown Crossing, is it? I think each of them have their own personality, kind of um, whether, and I like them all. Yeah. It just depends on the moment. And sure. Sure. Like if someone asked me, what's your favorite restaurant in Omaha? I'm like, depends on the night. Yeah, that's true. You can't depends just have on just one. The, what I'm hungry for. So let's talk about housing here, just from your perspective, right? From a consumer's perspective. Is there nice, is there, do you like the neighborhoods here? Like the housing, the characteristics of the housing, would you recommend like highly, 
are, are you the kind of person advocating like, oh my gosh, you should really live in Blackstone. Is that you? Yes. Okay. I mean, I've always tried to get people to move to our neighborhood. Yeah. There's not always houses available, but sure. you know, we have a almost 4,000 square foot house built in 1926. Wow. Um, it was real fireplaces. Real fireplaces. How many? Real hardwood floors yes. throughout the whole house. Yeah. Um, just one fireplace. But Four thousand square feet. That's a lot. That's with the basement. But still, but that's still awesome. I mean, you got houses in West Omaha with two thousand four hundred square feet for ridiculous. I don't want to say ridiculous. It's just outrageous sometimes versus what you can get here. Talk about your neighbors. Is it a close knit community? Do you network amongst your neighbors? Do you? Do you talk with them? At least once a year, we have a street party for okay. just our block. Yeah. Um, we live in Gifford Park. Oh, yeah. And that's it's a very vibrant community. Um, if you're available tonight after this, there's yes. the Gifford Park Neighborhood Market. Oh, my gosh. Every Friday from, I think it goes from 5 to 8. What I'm do they sure. sell there? It's They have, you know, their, your normal farmer's market vegetables and stuff, but then there's always different... Arts, crafts type, you know, maybe soaps or just necklaces or So local whatever. people, just local small people. businesses smelling, uh, smelling, selling oh, things. Yeah, and they, sometimes they have a, like an open mic and they have stuff for the kids and it's just a great neighborhood. And then there's always stuff in the park Couple for six weeks this summer when my son went to free soccer camp oh, in the park. Oh, that's awesome. And just learn to play with other kids in a different way than he does. Sure. How old is your son now? He's three and a half. Three and a half years old and he's the most networked three and a half year old in Omaha. So I'm going to ask you one final question. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of people that don't know much about Blackstone. How, did, how, how can they learn? How can they learn about Blackstone? I think they should just come to Blackstone. They need to experience it. Right. Just one thing my husband and I love to do when we travel around the country is yes. just like find a neighborhood. Yes. And we go from like bar restaurant yeah. and we have a drink and an app or something to share. Yeah. And then we go on to the next one. That's pretty that's a great idea. If and nothing else, I'm gonna pick that up from you today. <laughs> and we've um, we actually haven't done it in Blackstone, but we have done it in Menson. Sure. Because we usually do it when we travel and it's yeah. a little more difficult now that we have a child. Yeah, um, of but it's it's a fun way to try out various restaurants. You know, one night we were in New York City and we had pierogies. Sushi, oh, hot yes. dogs, yes, all kinds of things in like the Lower East Side on a night. Or that's pretty cool. So, so I say try that at Blackstone. So good place to raise a family. You're raising your family here. I mean, yeah. your son, and and it's just, I, I think what the biggest thing here is people just don't know because they they this Blackstone area is an emerging neighborhood. It's just emerging. Yeah. So, one more plug for your business. How do we find your business online? HopeOrganizing.com is my website, and okay. I can be found on all social media as Hope Organizing. And on Facebook, you just Hope Organizing. Are you Organizing. on Instagram? Instagram. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Twitter. Who's your ideal client? Or where are they coming from? All over? Do businesses use you too? Or just mostly personal? Mostly personal, but I would like to work with more businesses on their photo collections. Um, I'd say my typical client is a baby boomer, so they're empty nesters, but they've also, so they have 
their photos, their kids' photos, yes. grandkids' photos, and probably maybe their parents' photos. That's awesome. But you know that you were nervous in the very beginning, and you're not so nervous <laughs> anymore. You're, you're just like out of your shell now. It's kind of awkward, right? This is your right. first podcast, yeah. right? And you're like, what do I even do? That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you being on. Is there anything you want to ask me? Anything you want to know about? If not, I mean, no big deal. I can't. Can't even think, right? You're just like, oh my gosh, I'm just so in the moment. Well, I want to say, Lisa, thank you for being on. I will make sure to include all your links below in the comments. Um, we want to say thank you so much. And thank you to our supporters, the B4B Symposium, Make an Impact, November 7th at the Omaha Palazzo. Seven incredible speakers, including a keynote by Paul Jarrett, the CEO of Bulu Box. Seven speakers, food trucks, networking, happy hour. Make sure you get tickets ASAP, November 7th. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate you being Thanks here. Thanks for having me. All right.